Kim Kardashian was asked by Andy Cohen if her family had promoted unrealistic body standards. Kim Kardashian responded, quote, no, I don't. That's upsetting. In that case, I'd like to hear how in the world they managed to shapeshift like that. <laughs> Illuminati? Yeah. We have only a few options here. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome back to Not Your Friends Podcast. I'm Claire. And I'm Sabina. And today we are going to be diving into the powerful family, the family that we alluded to a couple episodes back as being perhaps the most powerful family in the country, the Kardashian Jenners. I do remember that statement. Yeah, it was a big one. We're going to be discussing their influence specifically. So we're not going to go that far into their dynamics between themselves. I know that there's just so much to talk about in mm -hmm. terms of how they relate to each other and the family as a unit, but we're going to talk more about their influence on young women and the world of social media. So before we get into that, we wanted to start a new segment where we <laughs> share our screen time of the week. Oof. And we're also going to share the quote unquote trendiest thing we saw or did this week. Yeah, I think screen time is actually a really good gauge of somebody's day-to-day -day life. Yeah, there isn't a lot, then it's not a great gauge. That's true, but it could say that you're more unplugged. I've just been noticing recently that my screen time is through the roof, and sometimes I'll get a notification that's like, your screen time was up 42% this week. And I think that that could tell a lot about like what kind of week we had. Right. Particularly, I think, depending on the apps. So since it's the beginning of the week right now when we're recording this, we're going to do last week's screen time. I'll bite the bullet. <laughs> and my, you want my average? Yes. Okay. My average last week was two hours and 17 minutes. Very good, in my opinion. I don't want us to moralize it. Okay, I know, I've been saying good, but like, the more time you spend looking in the physical world, I think the better. My top three apps were camera, <laughs> messages, <laughs> and Waze. Waze is the okay. navigation app. Waze, we forgive Waze. Okay, Waze is out. Um, camera, we, well, Waze we was, need to talk about camera. Camera was four hours and 31 minutes. Four hours and 30 minutes, and wait, so that's not photos. That's not you scrolling through your, no, like, already taken it says photos. No, camera. So that's you taking pictures for four hours last week? Um, no judgment here. <laughs> um, I guess so. I, were they selfies? Can we see them? <laughs> well, they can't see them, but I'm, I am kind of curious. Well, here's me today. Okay. Probably I one second worth. <laughs> On camera. And then video. So she's giving us a scroll through. I'm seeing lots of selfies looking so good. <laughs> and a couple videos. Yeah. Frankly, like there's not that many pictures. I'm pretty sure that this was my phone like swiping to camera like in my bag and then me just not looking at it for a long time. Yeah. So there you go. But I'm also using my camera. And then I messages, two hours, 37 minutes. That's standard. Okay, yeah. Um, and then weighs two hours, 36 minutes. Where were you going? Pennsylvania. So, Claire, let's get a little breakdown of yours, shall we? <laughs> Mine was pretty high. Um, I just want to preface, mm -hmm. in the past two days that this week has been going on, uh, my screen time is down 20%. It was five hours and 32 minutes with a total of six hours and 52 minutes on TikTok. All that's right. mornings and nights. Lots of research. You see, that's work. Yeah, exactly. It's research. 
So I'm just working on my hard. grind. Right. And then Instagram was five hours and 20 minutes. Wait, I, TikTok, Instagram are your top two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're also doing work on that. Yeah. I'd say I do like 20 minutes of work on that. All right. And then Safari, I was on for four hours and 13 minutes. Girl, what's she looking up? Now we're going to do our segment on the trendiest thing that you did or saw this week. This is also technically last week because it's only Monday now. Mm -hmm. But last week I went into work and I wore a slicked back bun Mm. with a claw clip in my hair. Clean girl era? Yeah, it was my clean girl. I wasn't doing an old Lux bun. Those are kind of out now. (laughs) They're out? I haven't heard much. The Lord. I haven't heard much buzz about them recently. Yeah, well, I haven't done one in a while so I think they're out that means they're out (laughs) um and then I wore a sage green big oversized blazer with white linen shorts for a monochrome look I did white linen shorts and a white tank top and then that sage green blazer (gasps) with white sneakers and now this is saying something for my job because everyone is like so so fashionable and somebody said that I looked like Hailey Bieber that day oh Girl, you kind of look like Hailey Bieber as no. a person. No. Well, you can't admit it now. But. <laughs> but yeah, so that was pretty trendy. Yeah, that's good shit. What about you? I spent a lot of time this weekend in Chelsea because I was at the Whitney and oh. I was at the Highline. And there's a lot of trendy folk. Oh my god, so much like people watching. Yeah, really good people watching. I noticed, well, first of all, I noticed a lot of dresses with sneakers Oh my god, I've been seeing that too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Especially when they're a little bit like princessy dresses or like a little poofy or like longer. Yes, longer. Quickly, my dad pointed that out to me yesterday. That is so weird. He really? said, have you been seeing a lot of dresses with sneakers? And I was like, yeah, I guess. Because we were in Red Hook. Okay. It was this really nice bar and there was like trendy girls. Yeah. He said he doesn't like it. Oh. Because he thinks you're supposed to wear nice shoes with a dress. It's not true. I saw, it was kind of weird. Within like three blocks, I noticed three separate beautiful women all wearing this like hot pink <gasps> dress. But okay. I wish I had a better word. It was pretty much just like a very standard what you think when you think pink. Mm. Just very pink. All pink? A solid pink, yeah. Was it a maxi? Were they all maxi dresses? No, no, no. Oh. No, there was one that was like a little poofy. It gave me like Zara. Mm-hmm. It was like a, I'm thinking, right? <laughs> it was like a little poofy, some kind of ruffled mm-hmm. skirt short and then there's definitely a a maxi and then I think the other one was also just kind of a shorter dress and then I swear to god I saw outside of some club wearing a silk short it was like more of a hot pink that time slip dress Ooh, I love that yeah wait I actually know a slip dress that's like short was it a cow neck? Yeah. Yeah, from Urban Outfitters that I wanted oh like God. six months ago. And I don't even know if they still have it, but oh my God, it was so pretty. Was it pink? It was pink. Oh my gosh. Maybe it's the same one. Pink is very in. I, I actually just realized pink is like totally my favorite color. Pink is my favorite color too. I love pink. Yeah. I want pink every day. I know. And pink, <laughs> okay, one more thing about pink. It goes with brown hair. It goes with brown eyes. It goes with blonde hair. Right. Every skin tone, there's a pink for you. It's just pretty. Yeah. Also, you know what I've noticed is really big? In my trend report that I made, mm-hmm. I there's so much pink and red. A yeah. hot pink next to a true red. That's definitely a trend thing. It's totally a trend. I've recently found that, like, appealing. Yes, me too. But, like, yeah. why? Like, I actually think that that's been a fashion rule in oh. the past. That that's 
unacceptable. Oh, like navy blue and black. Right, and you don't do pink and red. Mm. Yeah. But now you do. But now you do. You know what's funny? My mom yesterday randomly pointed out my shoes and she said, are those blue? Because they were navy. Mm-hmm. And oh, I was wearing a black skirt. Oh no. And I said, yeah. Oh, because it's black and navy. Then she like pointed at her shoes and she was like, these are blue. She was just pointing out the fact that we were both wearing black and navy and she was like, I love black and navy. And I was oh like, my God. Mom, that's such, that's, that's, that's so a fashion funny. faux pas. No, yeah, I love it too. Really? But who was it? I don't think I do. Really? I don't love it. I, I don't hate it though. Some people hate it. Somebody maybe at school was like, that's terrible. Like you like can't do All right? that. <laughs> oh my God. I remember who it was. I would have never guessed. Yeah. That's kind of rude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry guys. That's friend only content. <laughs> and we're not, not your friends. friends. Okay. Let's, let's dive into the Kardashians. Deal. Regarding the Kardashians, I have love for them. <laughs> I've watched their show a little bit, mm -hmm. a couple seasons. I have not been keeping up at all mm -hmm. in recent years. I hear about them through the grapevine and never from reading or seeing news mm -hmm. articles. I haven't really heard their names in a long time, you know? You wouldn't hear it on the camera app or the Waze app. True. Um. Waze is never talking about the Kardashians. Your biggest uses, but you would hear it on like an Instagram or a TikTok. Right. So right. That's where the screen time comes in handy because like comes in handy for our discussion. Oh, of course, Claire, you are running the show. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I just blabber on. No, I'm saying it's very interesting yeah. because you know them in the mainstream way. The television, Super right? mainstream, yes. And I guess that this, you saying this shows that they're going off of that, right? Like, they're, uh, yeah. they're not mainstream. No. They're not? Are they in the magazines as much? I'm not reading magazines. <laughs> You're not that <laughs> You're print media. <laughs> they are fourth generation Armenian, which I just learned today. Wait, what? fourth generation Armenian oh. but there's a certain amount of Armenian pride in my family life you're also fourth generation I'm also fourth generation which is not very Armenian I always thought that they were more Armenian but yeah they went to Armenia on an episode of keeping up do you remember that yeah I do they got the IAN we got the IAN that's the only thing that connects us that's funny but I do find them very charming as a mm -hmm. family sans any controversy I have been keeping up in recent times. I don't follow them on Instagram. Like I'm not their direct followers, but just like being in the social media world, mm -hmm. I am still like keeping up and I'm watching their new show. So they moved from keeping up with the Kardashians, which was like 20 seasons long mm -hmm. to now a Hulu original okay. called the Kardashians. Right. Uh, it's so good. Honestly, I mean, I don't know how I really feel about the Kardashians as a whole. I have mixed feelings, mm -hmm. but the show, they are, of course, executive producers, as always, as they were with the last. They have made it where it's like, once you finish the episode, it's hard to not like them at the mm -hmm. end. Mm -hmm. Even though, as I said, like, I don't know if I really like them. Right. I come away from it wanting more. Right. And feeling, oh, like, they're true people. Like, they, they just want to make people happy. And I don't know. Right. <laughs> How do they have so much time to do all of these endeavors? Yeah. You know? 
Well, they must have giant teams behind them. Right. For sure. Doing everything that, like, we think takes up time in a day. Like, cooking, cleaning. Not just even that, but, like, literally anything that's taken care of. Right. So then, yeah, you probably have time to do, like, to run five businesses, right? To run five businesses? Well, if running means, like, just making some choices, then, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd like to know more, like, what they actually, like, a day in the life. Right. I feel like a lot of the content of them in any form on the internet and their show is very, very curated. Mm -hmm. Even though it's, like, made to look pretty reality Mm -hmm. tv-esque you could definitely tell that like there is nothing in there that's slipped through the cracks there's nothing that they don't exactly want you to think they tailor their stories and they make it so that like that's what they wanted you to think and it's pretty interesting Mm -hmm. would you agree with that that everything on social media of them is curated Mm -hmm. yes i think they as arguably one of the first influencers yeah they have been managing a brand an online brand for so long that i don't know if anyone could do it better like they Mm. know how to slide out of a scandal and into like (laughs) an endearing family dinner where they're like yelling at each other and everyone's like yeah 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 they know how to slide out of like a public scandal that can make them look bad to some like sweet little family feud yes exactly yeah because we we're kind of made to think that all of these big business moves Mm -hmm. and the way that they support each other in their businesses and like help them make more money is like them rooting on a family member right being there for them right and it's relatable we love like a family unit yeah yeah and like not making your family member look bad right and or holding them accountable (laughs) yeah i also think that the way that we perceive popularity is kind of important because it's one thing as an influencer to make yourself look good Mm -hmm. but i think you see a group of people and everyone looks a little bit better than if you individually looked at everyone yeah i think part of that is also Mm. if you're popular you are immediately more attractive not just in appearance but in your character Mm -hmm. if you have people around you that are also perceived as cool you seem even cooler even if it's like your sister yeah if your sister's hot and you're hot and you're like always together it's just better for you it's better Mm -hmm. for everyone yeah yeah and I think there were some Kardashians like Kim, mm-hmm. Kylie now, mm-hmm. or, that are like maybe the leaders in a way. Like they yeah. have either the most followers or the most money or the biggest business. But like right. Kylie's business is, of course, helping Chloe's like good American business. Right. Like, and Courtney's like poosh, right? Like yeah. even though they are completely different things, like Kylie has Kylie Cosmetics and now it's like become this whole thing like Kylie Skin, Kylie Baby, whatever. Right. Like, that has nothing to do with jeans that I think Chloe's brand sells, but she is helping her by having Kylie's name out there. Yeah, they have a lot of businesses. They've had a lot of businesses, too. Yeah. Claire, do you think you can name some of the businesses that the Kardashians and Jenners have had? Yeah. Okay. So it all started with Dash, I think. This is what they are making us think, that it all began with Dash. Right. Um, Which was, like, their, I think it was one or two stores, like, physical stores, boutique clothing stores i went into a dash oh my god really Mm -hmm. in like california in la yeah what did they sell um super spaced apart like shirts like it was like very like boutique style Uh clothing wow but i remember going in and thinking if i love something i'm gonna get it Mm -hmm. and I totally didn't love anything, and it was also out of my price range, so <laughs> thankfully I didn't love anything. Yeah. 
Okay, wow. And there was, like, one attendant in the back. You didn't... Were you expecting yes. to see one of them? Yes. I mean, that's what they made it out to be, that they right, were that always they show just hanging up. around. So there was Dash. Then, I don't know in chronological order, but if I just go by the sisters, there's... For Kim, I know Skims is, like, huge. Skims, yeah. Yeah, the shapewear. So there's Skims. Now she made a skincare line called Skin, which okay. I don't think was a good move for her. I think that she, like, had a really targeted, amazing idea with Skims where it's, really like... Really good. She is known, I mean... We got to, we'll talk about this with like plastic surgery and Photoshop and everything, but she is known for her insane like body figure. Mm-hmm. And so what better thing to create than shapewear it's so really, that people can yeah. get that look. I mean, it's perfect and it, it's also inclusive and it's doing really well. But then she needs skin recently. And I just think that the skincare market is so saturated and like people trust well-known skincare brands, a skincare brand that's yeah. like dermatologist created over like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Also to explore with your skincare, I think takes a lot more than like makeup. And you would have to feel that this person has special knowledge in skincare, which Mm -hmm. I don't know why anyone would think Kim Kardashian does. Yeah. Cause she, maybe like yes makeup. Cause she has like the best makeup artists around. Right. She can observe really good makeup being done. The name is a little absurd. It's S- K-K-N. Oh. Kim Kardashian. That's better, I think. I thought yeah, it was it's not S-K-I-N. Just, no, that would be intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's skin. And then she also had KKW Beauty, which she had contour sticks, which was also, I thought, a really good thing for her because, you know, her amazing contour. That was definitely something she leaned into. It wasn't like, I just have naturally crazy cheeks. Right. She was like, contouring contour. is this new amazing thing. Yeah. Do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, perfect. And she, it was W because she was Kim Kardashian West at the time, but it's discontinued. I don't really know why. Maybe it's because that era of her is kind of the marriage gone. The West era, the era of like crazy contour. I think she's like a lot more natural. She's, okay. she's more of a clean girl these days. She's more natural. Okay. Maybe that's a stretch, but like, I don't know if that's like her brand. Contour. Yeah. yeah. So then Kylie has Kylie Cosmetics. Um, and that started as the Kylie Lip Kits. Remember those? Because her lips were her big thing. Now she has just like Kylie Baby, Kylie Swim, all that. I've heard bad things about Kylie Swim. What'd you hear? I just heard that they're bad quality. They're kind of expensive and pretty bad quality. Wow. That's weird because Skims has a swim line. I think it's like Skims Swim. Oh, really? It's a mouthful. What happens when like they overlap? Because most of the that time, is really interesting. they don't go into each other's territory. Well, in my head, they have agreements on agreements on agreements. Yeah. Isn't Kimmy getting her law degree? Oh, right. She's also doing that. I know it's like her father, but I really do think that they're in a world of like just legal agreements, legal yeah. agreements, you yeah. know? Even with each other. Yeah. I think her pursuit of law is almost as natural as her pursuit of makeup, probably just mm-hmm. given the amount of legal stuff they deal with That's all the so time, true. even with each other, probably. Yeah. Also, they'd probably just take it and do a collab together. Like if people made a big fuss about how they're like competing with each other, they'd yeah. come out and be like, we support right. each of other. Course. We're just going to make each other double the money. <laughs> times Kylie Stone. Oh my God, I see it. Yeah. Okay, so then there's Good American, Chloe's brand for jeans for all sizes because she said that she could never find like perfect jeans when she was not in the mainstream sizing. Mm-hmm. People love Good American. It's got really good reviews. And then Poosh, it's Courtney's lifestyle brand. And then Kendall Jenner has 818 Tequila. 
probably everyone listening is aware of the Kardashians' fame. But just to nail that point in, collectively, they have a Instagram following of 1.2 billion. Kylie was the youngest self-made billionaire, which is controversial if that was self-made or not, considering her family. When is anything ever self-made? Right, that's why the phrase self-made is weird. A little bit. Kendall was the highest paying model in the world in 2020. Now she's number five. Kylie Jenner is the second most followed person on Instagram and the first most followed woman. And Kim Kardashian is the seventh most followed person. So the first is Cristiano Ronaldo Mm -hmm. and then followed by Kylie Jenner. Wow. Then like five more and then Kim. Okay. So Claire, what do you think when you think of the Kardashians? I think of their classic hourglass shape body Mm -hmm. that they like to post. Right. Um, (laughs) they've acquired a lot of fame for their bodies. And on top of that, a lot of controversy, which saying controversy over some person's individual body is very weird to say. Mm -hmm. When I say that, I'm like, why is anybody talking about them? But they want us to be talking about it. That's, they're in the business of us talking about them. Yeah, talking about them and their bodies. Right. So... We are not here to body shame. We don't give a shit what they look like, but we do care about what they make people feel about themselves. Right. That's very important. Yeah. That's why it feels so weird to be like, okay, well, like there's so much controversy over someone's body. It's kind of ridiculous, but it's about what they make people feel, as you said. So one of the controversies is their body augmentation, Mm -hmm. I should say, as a general umbrella term, excess angling and makeup, and then... Going a little further, there's a lot of um, plastic surgery being done, fillers, Mm -hmm. taking things away, putting things in. (laughs) Um, And then also there's a lot of editing of photos, videos, and general filtering of how they're perceived by the media um, in terms of their appearance. Yes. And I have no issue inherently with that, with them altering their bodies in any Mm -hmm. way. I do think that... In an ideal world, like, I'm going to go into what I do have an issue with, but in an ideal world, even more than what I'm going to talk about, I do hope that we can move away, like, as a human race from making people feel the need to hide the aging process, to make themselves look young, to hide smile lines. Gray hairs. Gray hairs and skin and fat, right? Yeah. But since that is, like, the standard of beauty and, like, we're not going to blame people that want to conform to that at this time. Of course, like, we all play a part in, like, Mm -hmm. perpetuating beauty standard. Mm -hmm. But what I think that they are responsible for is admitting to it. Yeah. What do you think? I genuinely have no problem. And this isn't, like, a secret thing where, like, I'm talking behind someone's back if they're doing it. Like, I genuinely have no problem with people editing their photos altering their bodies, plastic surgery, makeup, of course. I do agree, though, and we were talking about this a little earlier, too, when we were talking about the episode, and you kind of convinced me to realize that it is problematic when somebody isn't being honest about it. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that even saying something as straight up as, I don't want to answer that question, or I don't want to talk about it. When being asked, like, do you edit your pictures or... To give you guys a tangible example of this, in their reunion of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, once it ended last year, 2021, 
Kim Kardashian was asked by the host Andy Cohen of their special if her family had promoted unrealistic body standards in general. And Kim Kardashian responded, quote, no, I don't because I think we get up, we do the work, we work out. Then Kendall Jenner added, we all really enjoy taking care of ourselves and being healthy. I think if anything, the only thing we're trying to represent is just being the most healthy version of yourself. Yeah, that's upsetting. Like genuinely upsetting mm-hmm. because of all of their influence. That's like, yeah, it's really, it sad. hurts. I know. Yeah. In that situation, I think even you could just say, I don't want to answer that. And I think we'd know what it means, mm-hmm. right? Because we, I'm not saying in it, by any means people are aware, especially younger girls are aware that they're editing their pictures, but we are, Yeah, you know, just something as simple as I don't feel comfortable talking about that. I think that's their prerogative and I know yeah. they're famous and they have power and they have responsibility, but if you don't want to talk about your body, I just would love to afford anyone to always deny that, but don't lie because it's mm-hmm. really problematic. But, and then I would go a little step farther and mm-hmm. say like, not just don't lie, but if you're being asked a bunch of times by just, like, young girls, not even just, like, Andy Cohen, but, like, in your mm-hmm. comments, there's tons and tons of comments under their pictures, like, body goals, you look so perfect, how do you get this look? Please, like, give us your workout routine, give us your um, your diet. If you're seeing all of that and you're just ignoring it and, like, letting it go, which it's not lying but it's like withholding stuff that like could really help these girls feel more at ease and then you just keep posting and letting the comments flood in that are asking you about how you got this body mm-hmm. i feel like you have a little bit more of a responsibility at that point to just set the record straight and like it's really sad that they didn't and like yeah it's it would take so little honest or it would just since it's so obvious and everyone knows at this point that they've had work right done, there's not a lot so, lost yeah it wouldn't take much to just like be like, give a little, just give a little of your facade. Even the um, plastic surgery has been denied a lot. Yeah. By them. And it's like, I mean, obviously. See. <laughs> Have you seen that? I mean, I don't think it's bad at all. I just think it's right. different. Like, Khloe Kardashian looks different than she did five years yes, ago. Yes, she looks, they all look super different, except for um, Kris Jenner. Right. I mean, in that case, once they responded saying no, I'd like to hear how in the world they managed to shapeshift like that. (laughs) (laughs) Illuminati? We have only a few options here. (laughs) So there was another controversy when I think last year, over quarantine maybe, there was a photo circling the internet of Khloe Kardashian by a pool. She was like standing up facing Mm -hmm. the camera and it was definitely like a candid shot and she looked great right um maybe no makeup and definitely no editing because she literally took the photo down from the internet like she got it erased and it was her by the pool and i think that her grandma had taken it and posted it i think like accidentally it was something with her grandma that's yeah because that's like the only person that would ever be able to like get past the kardashians on the internet and i really see what you're saying in how everyone should be given the right to what they want on the internet of them. Mm-hmm. So I guess I am going back on my statement that it was wrong for them to take that off the internet. I just 
wish that they were more honest in general about what they put out and like maybe they could once in a while be a little more raw. Yeah, it would be nice, especially alongside fake candidness. Yeah. That's a huge thing. We've gotten to a place where we understand reality shows aren't reality shows. But like somewhere in that name, we implicitly thought that this was reality. Like, yeah. And it's just obviously not. (laughs) And now with Instagram being like candid and like casual, it's still, it's casual curated. It's never real. Yeah. How could it be real if you're taking and posting something? (laughs) There's also controversy in sometimes how they present themselves in terms of cultural appropriation. If I'm being blunt, there's a certain amount of racial ambiguity Mm -hmm. that they definitely lean into and try to portray. I think they are too loose with their appropriation of Black culture. Yeah. And I think that maybe they feel more entitled to certain aspects of it because of their children. Yes. And because of, like, the lives that they've created. And their husbands. And their husbands. And, like, and their ex-husbands. And, like, but it doesn't matter, like, when you, whether you have a black child or a husband or a friend or whatever. Right. That doesn't give you the right to present with cultural appropriation. If a black person is feeling offended because you're wearing box braids, like, you respect that. You don't justify it. Like, and I don't know if they are justifying it. Maybe they're just ignoring it. I don't know their response, well, honestly. One of the photo shoots she did for the cover of Seven Hollywood magazine in 2020, there was controversy about how dark she looked. And she responded by saying the contrast on the photo was off. Yeah, excuses. But also... I mean, not that she's trying to do blackface, but right. still not owning up to the fact that people were offended. Right. And even if she or the production manager didn't think we want this woman to look black, Mm -hmm. someone implicitly thought we want her to portray black features. Yes. And there's some examples of the family not taking personal responsibility for their... a lot of things. Yes, for their face being on something or for their name being on something. Kim Kardashian Skims was at first named Kimono. What? And she apologized. She took ownership and she took it down and she changed the name. And that is okay. And like, you're allowed to make mistakes. Right. But when it's something that there are so many people on these teams with them and everything that they appear in, they need to vet and they need to look at critically Mm -hmm. and like there's no excuse because they do like a million photo shoots a year there's no excuse because they work super hard and they didn't realize like honestly no like you have to not do that (laughs) right if if your grandma can take a picture then it's wiped from the internet why was it so easy to yes to find this if that this is scandalous that no one has a problem with except for themselves and that's an issue with that i have with them in that they sometimes i feel like want this stuff out there And like little slip ups, like Kim Kardashian posted for Skims a video that was clearly um, photoshopped to make her body look slimmer. It was clear in the video, so it was circulating the internet. She didn't have it scrapped from the internet when people were talking about it because it's more press, it's more publicity, it's more talk about them. When it's like she's probably causing people, like from this cover, to feel like really upset and like not respected in their culture. And I think that like the correct move would be to genuinely give an apology in a way that doesn't take any of the blame off of you. Because when you're the one on that cover, you're the one that needs to take that responsibility. Right. If somebody is bringing an issue that's 
a concern for a lot of people into the light, even mm-hmm. if you don't feel personally responsible, you can talk about it yeah. and not say, oh, the contrast was off. <laughs> I, she did apologize, but it was so dismissive. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, maybe like use your platform to have a conversation so that there's not another one of these because this was 2020 and the Skims kimono controversy was around the same time. And it's like, there's a point, like if you have two very prominent covert racism controversies in one year you should take a step back and think about it yeah agreed sometimes it's a little better to like move back than to just plow forward sometimes i feel like this family is just plowing through all this stuff yeah kendall jenner has also gotten some heat um is heat is too casual a word she rightfully has gotten discourse about one of her ads that she did with pepsi and we just watched it and we're a little, Ugh. we're a little fired up. It is so tone deaf. It's so insane that that got through all these people. She put so much time into that. I mean, it is undermining movements of people protesting and the police being like a threat and a scary part of protest. Basically, the quick synopsis of this Pepsi ad is Kendall Jenner is posing for a photo shoot on the street and she notices a... <laughs> protest coming through and it's not clear what the protest is for it's a very diverse protest and then there's a wall of white male police officers that are kind of facing the protesters as they do and she walks into the protest and walks past people and kind of like shows that she's very in with them and like they love her she walks from her photo shoot into the protest and then like daps some guy up right with a pepsi in her hand with a pepsi in hand of course and like this woman is who's taking pictures of the protest starts taking pictures of her like broadly smiling like turns the camera of course in awe of her of course because what is she doing she's walking with she's walking with yeah and so she's she's getting past these protesters to the front of the line and she goes up to one of the white male police officers and hands him a pepsi he's young and gives him a pepsi he opens it everyone cheers and she just like she just brought the protesters together with their with their enemies like yeah it's so bad. <laughs> Equating it with the most airy, gross commercial. Oh my god. And like, it's not even like she gave a Pepsi to somebody on the outside of the protest or somebody in the protest. She, she gave it, gave to, a it to a police officer. Yeah, yeah. Who are known for arresting people at protests. And it's a big deterrent from people protesting. The fact that like they could get arrested. If you feel comfortable just walking up to an officer, giving them a Pepsi, like... What? What is this demonstrate? Right. Also, what's the point of that? Is that like a thank you for keeping this protest in check? What is it? Is it like is a, it like let's all get is it a along? peace offering? A peace offering, which she from, wasn't even in the protest to begin with. People don't just randomly protest unless they feel very strongly about something and there's yeah. an issue. When there's an issue, right? Yeah. There and a Pepsi, nothing is going to solve the issue that's tangible or an item or a product. Also, the yeah. idea that protesting is like somehow arguing. Yeah. And the, the, the fact that she did have a Pepsi for the police officer, most of the time police officers are not Ugh. active characters in protests no. unless they're intervening. Exactly. And yeah, and the faces of the people protesting, which was all obviously directed by someone at Pepsi and Kendall had to sign off on right. and like understand that that's what she's participating in. It was a very lighthearted, like happy protest. There is no such thing as a happy protest. No. Like... 
you're protesting because you feel like rights are taken away or you feel like something is wrong. And this is just kind of dumbing the whole concept down and making it like so performative when protests are trying to get something done. It's very sad. It's very, it's very telling. Very telling. You're right. And then let's see what the response was by Kendall. So she was on Keeping Up with the Kardashians and she was crying about how she quote felt so stupid and didn't know how she was going to bounce back from this. She did apologize um, and said that it was never her intent to hurt anyone. She would never intentionally hurt anyone, but it's really not about the intent. Obviously, she wasn't trying to do anything, but it still did. Something that's interesting is even Pepsi came out and apologized on Kendall Jenner's behalf. And it's all just so misdirected. <laughs> yeah. Why is Kendall Jenner feeling bad for herself? For this situation, I think you have to be strong so that people that were offended by what you did, they get to be upset and like don't have to take care of you. Yeah. Maybe some action afterwards too. Yeah. So there's a lot of very justified backlash and um and criticism of this family, but there's also some criticism that we don't really agree with here. Yeah, I think part of the reason that I feel ambivalent about the Kardashians is because a lot of what people say about them negatively just doesn't sit well with me or register, mm-hmm. you know? They're not bringing up the Pepsi commercial every time. Right, <laughs> right. Um, That's sad with me. But, for example, people say that they're famous for doing nothing, which, after you named all their business endeavors, I think... That speaks for itself. Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of distaste for the Kardashians based on the attention that they get for their appearance and for being sexy outwardly and for being sexy and parents and pregnant, being sexy and making money. And for not being talented singers or revered actors and also being sexy. Like just for literally like giving people what they want in terms of like posts uh reality tv where they look like hot and not also having some career that will offset that you know that'll justify them like showing off their bodies exactly their career is that alongside all of their businesses oh yeah i don't think it's morally good or bad to show off your body or to cover up your body Mm -hmm. but i think it's totally wrong to ever criticize anyone and especially women who have been historically called things called really terrible names and shamed shamed yeah for showing their bodies to the world which is what people want (laughs) right especially when it's profitable we have such a stigma with women making money off their body if you're gonna make money off of something and make a living off of it there's demand when there's demand for something then why is it wrong to like, supply yeah. to supply unless it's obviously like doing harm if it's not doing any harm no there's absolutely no, no. reason except misogyny there's no reason women or men or any gender shouldn't be entitled to make money off their body in my opinion yeah sometimes it feels like people think that they've created a open forum for constant discussion 
of every part of their body, which, of course... Right. Sometimes, you know, you you want someone to be talking about it. You know, you looked really good. You want someone to talk about it, Mm -hmm. right? And if you want someone to talk about it, you can't necessarily say it only positively. Mm -hmm. But just because a woman is profiting off of her appearance or even just showing off her body is not really an open door to just no I've heard so often like I don't think they're attractive like apropos of literally nothing and and way worse people have said way worse things and yeah if you're showing off your body you're not entitled to people like bullying you nobody putting any part of themselves out there is asking asking or not even asking but like should expect that they're gonna have some like trolls no like right people could like respectfully say that they don't want to look because they don't believe that that is what you should be famous for or whatever but you should be allowed to put yourself out there and not expect hate yeah well also there's this whole like pretension around like modeling and you could say like oh they're famous for nothing besides their bodies they're models right yes kendall jenner is a traditional runway model with that traditional runway model body but yeah they, there's this whole new thing an instagram model they kind of created it right and it's the, the body standards are not as strict yeah the body standards are different yeah and people really put runway models on a pedestal above social media instagram models where they're making similar amounts of money. I understand there's intent for the Kardashians to be sexy. Like, that's something they intend to do. But the implication of having a curvy body is not to be sexy. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. If you have a figure, and if, if you don't have that, like, stick figure of a body and like if you have like like um a runway model right yeah or just like that fitness or like you know like sports type body Mm -hmm. people think that it's like you inherently are like trying to look sexy which is ridiculous i think as a society our view of the kardashians is pretty interesting (laughs) are you laughing at your snowman (laughs) yeah Turn him right side up right now. He's so fun. (laughs) He's cute. Okay. (laughs) I guessed. (laughs) I think our society struggles with our... Struggles with our perception of the Kardashians because we don't know how to digest them. They're so prevalent. They're family... They have open controversy. They're sheltering what we see of them. And I think it just brings up a lot of feelings in people. Yeah, well, they've also mastered how to be so open and transparent, yet just the right amount of, like, mystery. They always leave people wanting more, even though they're so ubiquitous. Yeah, exactly. I think with all of these feelings (laughs) about the Kardashians, you hear such strong opinions i don't think we know how to process maybe dynamic women Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah like we want to see them as one-dimensional no they've had a lot of scandals they're not perfect Mm. but also there's things that like they're criticized for so much of the time that they just don't deserve if you're truly like trying to distance yourself from them and you don't like eventually like you won't see them all over right. if you just want to hear about <laughs> if you can't get away from the kardashians like i'm sorry what are your sources of media <laughs> yeah 
Sabina, okay, to end us out, mm-hmm. if somebody said, who are the Kardashians? I come from outer space. Right. And Because obviously, to right. not know who they are, you have to come from outer space. Right. Um, give me one sentence. Like, who are they? The Kardashians are a successful family based in Southern California of influencers, models, and business owners famous for their perceived candidness and striking figures. Love it. That's great. Okay, Claire, I have a question for you. Okay. If, to round us out. To round us out for this episode, um, if you had to tell me what Kim Kardashian would wish for in her journal at night, mm. what would it be? Can it be more than one thing? Yeah. Okay. I think she would wish first, honestly, for health and happiness of her kids. Okay. Then health and happiness of her family and sisters. Okay. And then I think she would wish for more opportunities for success because I think Mm -hmm. that she's never done, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think she would wish also for a perfect – I think she would finally wish for – a perfect blend of privacy and being in the public eye. Mm. Because I think it must be, at this point, a little tiring to be constantly in the public eye. Yeah. But at the same time, they're probably fully addicted. So I think finding a balance is something they probably wish for, like, within themselves. But I do think the reason I said, like, health and happiness first for Kim is I, from from whatever she's shown online, I get the feeling that she is, like, She's very, like, about the family. Like, yes. she pulls people in. And, like, she's, like, number one, seeming to be, like, defending her sisters till the end. And, right. And like, has that power. So, yeah. She yeah. definitely, yeah, she definitely shows that. She definitely Imagine seems that Imagine it's like, way. I want to go to the moon. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Get me on SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> she wishes for a happy and healthy Amazon Prime Day. <laughs> We hope you guys and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Not Your Friends. We we upload every single Monday. And you can tell us what you would like to see in our coming episodes by emailing us at nyfpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at nyfpod. And we also have oh <laughs> we have nothing else. All right. We'll be back here next week with a new topic. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.